Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. stand for the reading of God's word. I'm ready for more of God. Anybody ready for more of God? More, I want more of an awesome place in the Lord. And I I want my church to go deeper because I want to go deeper. Our church. I want to just, I want to go deeper. I I want us to, to not just love worship, but to love the word. Not just love the word, but love worship. Because they're both foundational. I dare you to tell your neighbor it's time to go deep. It's time to go deep. I love worship and I love the word, but we are most powerful. Not when we are filled with one, but when we are filled with both. Because when you get full of worship and full of the word of God, the enemy is on the run. Hallelujah. So I want to teach today from Luke 5, verse 1. You by live stream, so glad you're here. So it was as the multitude pressed about him, to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennarison and saw two boats standing by the lakes. That's actually the Sea of Galilee. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets, giving up. Then he got into one of the boats. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, get Jesus in your boat. Come on. Which was Simon's, and he asked to be put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the what? The deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all night long and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet saying, Depart from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they brought they so when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Jesus said, Launch out into the deep. Anybody want to go deeper? Okay, that's about 70% of you. I said, anybody want to go deeper? I'm I'm ready to go deeper. I want to go deeper than I've ever been. That's what I want. Huh. I've been doing this a long time, but I'm going deeper. I want all the people who want to go deeper, slip up your hands, precious. Father, thank you for the opportunity to launch out into the deep. I declare that our church will not be a shallow church, 
that our people will not be shallow people, but we will be deep people. I give you glory that in more ways than we even realize, we and every campus that's connected to us, we're launching out into the deep. If you're ready for deep places, give the Lord a mighty praise. Come on, give him a mighty praise. Tell, tell everybody in your neighborhood, you can be seated. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, say, let's go deep. Let's go deep. I love to lead a church that's hungry. This is a church of Levites. You know, Levites are worshipers. Are there any worshipers in the house? They were, they were the first in the river, but I'm glad that we don't just have Levites. We got some Livrites. Can I get a witness? I said, not just Levites. How many of you are glad we got some Livrites and some do-rites? But I believe there's a hunger that is rising in this house like I've never seen. I've been here in my 25th year now, and I've never seen more hunger than I'm seeing right now in this building and across our campuses. And I want to teach today from this great text here in Luke 5. And I want to start off by saying that God is calling us into the deep, and a real practical way to look at it is this. When you start off to get into the water, most always, and with rare exception, you start off shallow and wind up deep. And you, you get in the shallow end, and the more you go in, the deeper that you get. When you're going into the water, you're progressing into a deeper place. And it's amazing to me how many shallow people are convinced that they are deep. The problem is many believers started off shallow and stayed shallow. They started off in a shallow place and stayed in a shallow place. And they think because they've been saved now for 20 years, they're deep. <laughs> oh, nobody's going to shout today for just a minute. They think, well, I've been saved. I've been, I've been coming to this church for 20 years. Pastor, I was here when you got here. Yeah, but you're still petty. You still cuss, come on somebody. You're still holding grudges. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. You can, if you stand in the shallow wind, all you will ever be is shallow. I've seen people get saved and in six months they're deep, deeper than people that have been in the kingdom since they were children. Because you go deeper when you get hungry to go deeper and you get desperate to go deeper. There are some of us that have made up in our minds here today that we are unsatisfied standing in shallow waters in God. There is something in us that is beginning to rise up that is saying, Lord, take us deeper than we've ever been and show us what we've never seen. And what we've got to understand is that there are twin towers that are foundational to us going deep. That is worship and the word not one without the other. The word becomes the doorway to the deep place. Look at our text. The Bible said, so it was that the multitude pressed. Somebody say pressed. They pressed about him. The attraction was him. The attraction was not the boat. The attraction was not the gathering. The attraction was not the fish. The attraction was him. I've come to let somebody know that the attraction here is not Jim Rayleigh. It's not the building. It's not John Wilds. It's not great singing. It's not Pastor Courtney. It's not Pastor Doan. The attraction of this house is Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you came to experience Jesus today? 
they pressed about him to hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Gennarison, and they saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. That means they were giving up because they had toiled all night and caught nothing. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Now, bear in mind what's going on here. Jesus has been involved in powerful ministry, effective ministry, supernatural ministry. And it had given him such a reputation, so much so, that the Bible said that the people pressed on him to hear the word of the Lord. They, they pressed on him. And, and I'm telling you, it's powerful to me when you understand pressed upon from the Greek. It literally means this. It means to have an urgency. They were imposing on him. They said, we are desperate for the word of God. We gotta hear what you have to say. We are hungry for the word. These people had an urgency about the word. They had such a hunger, they were even willing to impose on him they were willing to become even a little bit rude come on somebody they were they were even be, be, be willing to become a nuisance to him they were so hungry that they pressed on him see here's my question to you do you want the word of God at work in your life so very much do you want the word that I'm about to preach this morning and I am preaching do you want it so much in your life that if I tried to live without preaching it you would stop me and say pastor you can't go until you say what God has given you for this hour I can't leave until I get a word from heaven that is a radical church that is a next level person that is a person that will not be denied are there any word people in the house I, I want to hear just a moment from the word people all the word people come on give God a praise They were willing, precious, to even be thought of as rude. They imposed upon him. There was an urgency in their heart. Now, here it happens in chapter five. Jesus comes up on the shore and Simon and the others who would become his disciples were there, Andrew and James and John. And they are there washing their nets in frustration and failure. They were giving up because they had toiled all night and they had caught nothing. They were now saying, it ain't working, nothing worked. I, we're giving up, we're washing our nets. Listen, it's not like they were lazy. It's not like they didn't work. It's not like they weren't working. On the contrary, the Bible said they toiled. They gave their very best, help me Lord. They gave all that they could. And, and listen, that's in our lives. Have you ever had seasons in your lives when you gave everything you could but still nothing seemed to change? Have you ever had times when your life where you gave all that you could give and it didn't turn out like you thought it would turn out? What do you do when you are toiling all night long and you catch nothing? Have you ever been given to others and you get nothing back from them? You give your best and you acquire nothing. Is there anybody real enough to say, Jim, I've had seasons like that? 
I mean, we don't want to admit it, right? Because we're so spiritual. But the reality of it all, there's, it seems like there's times when we give our very best and get nothing in return. Now, now here it is. What do you do when your toiling brings you nothing? When your best doesn't seem to be blessed? Here's what you do. Start looking for Jesus to show up. I said, start looking for Jesus to show up. I said, start looking for Jesus to show up. My children are lost. I've tried to lead them to the Lord. Start looking for Jesus to show up. It's not working. Start looking for Jesus to show up. I don't have enough money. Start looking for Jesus to show up. Jesus showed up. And you know where he showed up? He showed up in their failure. Precious, anybody will celebrate with you. Anybody will come to your party. But sometimes you need somebody that'll stand with you when the world goes crazy. When times get jacked up, Jesus walked right up into their failure. And I want you to write this down. If you don't write nothing else down, get this in your spirit. Their failing place became their launching place for deeper waters. The devil said, I'm going to frustrate you and I'm going to capture you and I'm going to contain you. But from the ashes of failure, Christ will show up and use the very failing place and transition it into a launching place. And the very thing you thought that would keep you frustrated is the thing that Jesus walks up into and says, let's go deep. Let's walk into victory. Let's walk into healing. Let's walk into joy. Let's walk into revival. Anybody ready for a little deepness in your life? But watch this, precious. You can't have it or experience it without God's presence, right? That's why we worship like we worship. I don't like they shout too much. That's okay. They shout too much at Calvary. I don't like that. You know, they just stop singing. They get, I don't like that. I wish they just play and sing. Finish. They, they, they clap too loud. Well, that's okay. We ain't shouting for you. We're not clapping for you. Nobody danced for you this morning. I said, nobody danced for you this morning. What your dance for you? You don't even have to worry about it. See, here's, here's what you've got to understand. Jesus shows up and the presence of God shows up when we worship. That's the reality, when we praise and worship. But he enters into the scene. The people are pressing him. They're imposing on him. They're being a little bit rude. There's an urgency. And Jesus steps up, and you better get this in your spirit. He preaches the word. You will never go deep unless the word of God is a foundation in your life. I said, you will never go deep without the word being foundational in your life. People who are not into the word are not deep. I'm going to say it again. I said, people who don't love the word and who aren't into the word, they are not deep. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care how much you worship. I don't care how many times you fall out. I don't care how much you dance. I don't care how much you speak in tongues. I don't care if you run to Baco. I don't care if you say she came on a Honda. She left on a Yamaha. Come on, somebody. I don't care how much time I bow tie, untie my bow tie. Come on, somebody. I don't care how much... 
I don't care how much of that you do. If your life is not filled with the word of God, you are not deep, you are shallow because the word is foundational for the new dimension that God is calling to you. Now, I've, I've, I've pastored so many people through the years who would cry and shout and holler and then cuss. Come on because they failed to live their lives with the word of God. They never truly get deep. In fact, you ready for this? Now this, I'm gonna show you a couple things. It's gonna shake up some folks here today, but I love you, come on. As I've gotten older, I've transitioned more from brother to father. Can I get a witness? So how many of you wanna hear the heart of, the, of a father this morning? This is from my heart to yours. I've been doing this a long time and, and I've known people who would worship and who would pray, but did not have any foundation in the word. And two things happen for these kind of people. Number one, they don't go deep, they go weird. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come down there and I'm gonna amen myself because I just saw somebody draw up just like that and say, oh my goodness. See, if you're not full of the word, you will not go deep. You will go weird. Their worship gets weird. Their prayer life gets weird. They're just weird. You can't hardly, when you see them, you go, oh my goodness, there comes weird on steroids. Come on, y'all. If you be honest today, you know that I am speaking the truth because it's these people who want to worship but never want to open their Bible and never want instruction. But if you don't get instruction, how? How are you going to know what's next in your life and how to fight the devil when he actually shows up? These people don't want to hear the word. They get mad. Why is he preaching? And we all just sing all the, yeah. we all just sing all the hallelujah. And I love that, man. And I want that and I desire that. But there comes a point where you say, now where's the steak? Pull out the meat of God's word and deposit it in my spirit. These same people that want to worship and pray and 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 shikamoshai and, and and dance and they want to do that but never want to never want to hear the word of the Lord. It's funny they never want to hear the word, but they always got a word for you. Yeah. I said they never want to hear the word, but they're always the first one having dreams and seeing visions and telling you what you need to do. And I saw this, you didn't see nothing because you cannot discover the unknown will of God until you open that book and start doing the known will of God. One more time, let me hear from the word people in the house. Well, Pastor Rayleigh, she got the Holy Ghost and she got weird. Don't you blame the Holy Ghost on that. That woman was weird before she ever got the Holy Ghost. Come on. What I'm trying to tell you is this. I never want to deduce the need for God's presence. I believe I'm hungrier for God's glory than I've ever been. But I have made up in my mind that our church is not going to be weak in any dimension. That the people that I instruct and the people that I lead are going to be people that are deep in worship and deep in the word. I dare you to tell somebody around you, say, let's go deep. If you're ready to go deep in worship and deep in the word, all the way in the back, all the way in the balcony, even at your house right here up in the front, all the people that want more word and more worship, give God a praise right now. So watch this, precious. People who worship, 
but don't have any word. They don't go deep. They go weird. But here's the second thing. If you don't have the, the word as a foundation in your life, these people cannot survive the deep place because without the word, they sink. There are times when our circumstances are so complex. There are moments when we are so perplexed that we don't even know what to do. We don't even know how to pray. Don't make me come down there. We don't even know what to say. Have you ever been there or is it just Jim Rayleigh? Have you ever had moments where you knelt down and you didn't even know what to pray? You didn't even know what to say? You didn't even know how to react? You didn't even know how to respond? The problem was so overwhelming. The situation was so intense. What do I declare? God, I don't even know how to pray for this one. My son lost his mind. My, my husband stepped out on me. I don't even know how to pray. You know what you pray? You get full of the word and you pray the word. You get that thing in your mouth and you pray the word. When you don't know what to say, say what he's already said. Eh? Something happens when you say what God said. When the devil tells you your kids are not going to serve the Lord, you say, devil, you are a liar. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When the devil tells you you're not going to be healed, you say, devil, you are a liar. Thank you, Lord, that with your stripes, I am healed. When you get under attack and the devil's trying to overwhelm you, you say, devil, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper because if you don't get full of the word when the storm comes you'll sink the problem is we've got too many people that are so full of themselves because God will feed you at the level of your hunger come on somebody so here they are Jesus is preparing to launch these disciples into the deep. But before he told them to launch to the deep, he preached the word. He said, if you're going to go deeper, you've got to have the word as your source. And I'm telling you, there's a profound work that God is doing in our church. But we are going deeper. And these men went so deep. Are you ready for this? It shifted their life. It changed their lives. After this encounter with the Lord, they forsook all, they left everything they knew, and they followed him. But they would not have followed him the way they followed him if they had not heard the word of the Lord. So before he allows them to go deep, he said, you gotta get full of the word. And I'm telling you, I've never seen a more ignorant generation as it relates to the word of God because we got preachers who I don't want to attack anybody, but I want to make a general statement, who are standing up and they're preaching shallow sermons on a shallow Sunday to shallow people. And they are great communicators and they know how to tell a good story. But let me tell you, a story can't set you free and a communicator can't set you free. But if somebody stands up and they got a word deep down in their soul, it'll unlock the shackles that have held you. The Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, not a lack of opportunity, not a lack of money, but a lack of knowledge. Now what happened when these men heard the word? This is where it's gonna get good. 
It's already been good, but it's about to get better. You ready? When they receive the word, who's going to receive the word in your life? Come on, put your hand on your chest. Say, I receive the word. Yeah, when they receive the word, the word changed their minds about their destiny. Woo. When they receive the word, the word changed their minds about their destiny. When he stopped speaking, he said, Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets down. But Simon answered him and said, Master, we've toiled all night long and caught nothing. Nevertheless, add your word. I'm going to change my mind. In that moment, the word caused them to change their mind. I've come to tell you some people in this room have been defeated, but I'm preaching the word and it's going to change your mind. And you're going to go from defeat to victory, from sorrow to joy, from sickness to healing, from brokenness to restoration. How many of you want to get so full of the word that it changes your mind? Now, remember, if you look at Jesus from a vocational standpoint, Jesus was not a fisherman. He would have been more a carpenter because that was the trade of Joseph. So can you imagine something they learned from the word caused a professional fisherman to listen to a common carpenter? I'm going to say that one more time. Something about what they learned from the word caused a professional fisherman to listen to a common carpenter. Can you imagine? What if somebody came up to your job that you've been doing for 30 years and said, hey, if you do this, you, that ain't working. And you, you, listen, why are you trying to tell me how to do, you work at Popeye's. You work at Sam's Club. How are you gonna come in here and tell me how to sell real estate? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. In that moment, Jesus is there. He had no formal training in, your, in their area of expertise. What would you do if somebody did that? Start telling you what to do. But that's exactly what Jesus did. Peter could have said, why is this carpenter trying to tell me how to fish? You better go build something because that's not what, no, no, no. There, there was something about Jesus that, they, that Jesus walked up and said, hey, here's what you need to do. And I'm gonna tell you, when Peter heard it, the Bible said, Simon answered and said, Master, we toiled all night long and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will net, let down the net. Listen, there's been some things that I did that didn't make any sense in my life, but I had a word from heaven. And because I had a word from heaven, I was able to see breakthrough. Is there anybody here that wants to get such a word from God that it shifts the season in your life? All right. Now, Simon, who became Peter, said, at your, at your. You can say it. I believe I'm going to see it. At your word. Now, here's where we go to another deep place. Because the word here is the word rhema. And if you understand the word rhema, rhema is an alive word. It's not a dead word, it's an alive word. 
There are two words for, for alive, or, or two words for the word word in the Greek. One is rhema, which means an alive word, but then there's one called logos, and it means acquired knowledge. It's the word that gets in your head, but never gets to your heart. It's the word that you learn, but you do not demonstrate. It's the word that you hear and you do not apply. And it only stays logos. That's why so many people are smart in logos, but they are ignorant to miracles. They are ignorant to outpouring. They are ignorant to the move of God. Come on, somebody. But a rhema word is something that gets alive deep down inside of you. And it was the rhema word that caused them to go deeper. A rhema word goes beyond your head. It gets deep down in your heart. And the rhema that they got, that got down in their heart is what carried them into the deeper place. I'm telling you that God is not just releasing the logos. He is releasing the rhema. And when you get that rhema, you know, devil, you will not have my family. You will not have my purpose you will not have my future you will not have my joy you will not have revival you will not have my son you will not have my daughter you so here they go you ready for this this is oh my god oh my goodness come on somebody they heard the rhyme of word and they cast their nets out, they launched deep, and all of a sudden, they started bringing in fish so much that the nets were breaking, the boat was about to sink, and they did it on a rhema word. God spoke a rhema word right into their failure. Y'all don't make me take my shoe off and throw it at you. I said God spoke a rhema word right into their failure. God spoke an alive word right into their dead situation. They're washing the nets, son. They're giving up. They're ready to walk out and Jesus shows up and releases a rhema revelation. Uh, tell your neighbor it's time for a rhema revelation. You know why? Because with the right rhema revelation, from God's word what failed yesterday can succeed today tell your neighbor say I'm ready for a rhema word I'm ready to see what didn't work yesterday work today and say Lord if you said it you will do it if you spoke it you will perform it what I want for our church to do now is to go deeper. I've come here today to tell you we're launching out into deeper waters. It's a pastor at this house. I want us to go deeper. And, 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 and listen, it's, it's risky sometimes to go deep. A ship is safest in the harbor, but that's not what ships are made for. Come on, somebody. God hasn't given us this building for us to be safe. 
God hasn't given us cameras and opportunities and a dream center and all the outreach that we do for us to just be safe. I'm telling you, ships are made to go deep and God is calling us deeper. I, I just put your hand on your chest and say, God is calling me deeper. Yeah, yeah, and I'm calling you deeper as your pastor. I'm calling you deeper as your leader in this house. I got to go deep and I don't want to go by myself. So you got to go deep. Leaving the land may mean discomfort. It may mean inconvenience. It may mean faith. It may mean hard work. But if that's what we got to do to be fishers of men, we're going to be fishers of men and we're going to see revival. If we're truly to be kingdom producers, we must leave the land and we got to go deep. It's time to take deliberate steps. It's time to get deliberate about what you want to see. Listen, God can use you and he will use you, but it's going to take courage. It's going to take you saying, I want to go deep, pastor. I want more. See, pastor, it gets windy in the deep. I know it does. It gets stormy in the deep. There are high waves in the deep, but in spite of it, I tell you it's time to go deep you gotta go deep why because the fish are in the deep the miracles are in the deep the new season is in the deep the breakthrough is in the deep oh get for the word and go deep I want the people who are ready to go deep to give God a praise in here right now God is calling our church to go deep. We could be a respectable church. We could be an uppity church. We could be a snobby church where those without a home were not welcome. We could be a snobby church where at-risk kids were rejected. We could be a church that was out of touch with the addicted and the bound and the hungry and the broken. We could be a church that didn't care about people's bondage. Some say, well, pastor, you always choose the hard way. You know, pastor, if you just, if you just wouldn't push so hard you need to slow down. Why don't you just build a church that's just pleasant? Everybody is just the same. They all act the same. Just do that. That'd be easier, Pastor. Yeah. It'd be easy. But it'd be shallow. I'm too, I'm too old. I got more behind me than I do in front of me. And I can't waste my time building a shallow church. Let's take this church deep. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper into worship, Pastor John. Let's go deeper into God's glory. Let's go deeper into missions. Let's go deeper into starting campuses. Let's go deeper. I want this church to go deep. I want it to go so deep that this is the place where the foulest can be made clean, where the sickest can be made well. 
and where the lowest can be lifted. We've got to launch out into the deep. Simon responded to the word by faith and the miracle occurred in the deep. It, it was so life transforming that the net couldn't even hold the catch. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink and when Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man. Listen to me, it was shocking. So many fish that their net broke. Here's what I need to tell you. There are net breaking blessings available to those willing to launch out into the deep. And listen, we will never trust God's resources until we attempt the impossible. Peter said, I'm going to trust you with a boat. And then Jesus said, I'm going to trust you with a blessing. Oh, that's deep. The Bible said when Simon saw it, he fell on his feet, fell down at Jesus' knees, overcome by the worship that filled his heart. Have you ever been so surprised and grateful for God's goodness in your life that all you could do was fall down and worship him and say, thank you, Lord. I'm trying to close. Just play me out. There, there was, don't you jump offline now because the best is yet to come. There was a season in our life when Don and I, it seemed like we were in the kingdom sense. And I say this in humility because how many of you know God is the one that raises and he's, it's all him. But it was like we were experiencing a meteoric rise. God was blessing us. Man, I had people calling me. Uh, things I would have never dreamed of happening were beginning to happen in our life. And it was our anniversary and we had gone over to Orlando and we were staying there for a few days, a couple of days just to celebrate our anniversary. And uh, my phone rang and a friend of ours that I had been very close to that I started in ministry with in this region, he, his, his rise was unparalleled. I'd never seen anything like it. But somebody told me that were, was in, had a real insight, hey, your friend has struggled and uh, he's had an affair and their marriage is over. They lead this phenomenal church. And I said, no, 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 can't be. And I remember I grabbed Dawn after I got off the phone and I took her by the hand. And I said, Dawn, if there's something about this next season that would cost me you, if, there, if there's something in me that would get full of pride and compromise, if there's something in the next season, even if it looks good, agree with me right now that we won't go there. I don't want anything in my life to cost me you, cost me the respect of my children and cost me, you remember that? And cost me my place in the kingdom. See, when you know where God has brought you from, truly deep people for Christ are filled with humility.
because you say, God, I didn't get here by myself. I can't make it without you, Lord. I can't make it without you. Tell your neighbor, let's go deep. Now, I, I, I close with this. Jesus has just made a statement. Now, Peter has now been following the Lord for quite a time. And Jesus has just made a statement, unless you drink my blood and eat my body, you'll have no part with me. And bro, there were some religious people who said, that's too much, I can't handle that. And the Bible said from that point on, many of those disciples who followed him didn't follow him anymore. When it came to going all in for Jesus, they wouldn't do it. But then in John 6, it says, but there are some of you who do not believe for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe after he had said that and those who would betray him. He said, therefore, I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by the Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the 12, do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter, answered him and said Lord to whom shall we go your words are the words of eternal life he said after you gave me the word and it changed my life where do I go after this Who, what, is, what, is, what is more powerful than you where do I go after I've been with Jesus let me tell you any trip you take back to the world does not compare with the Jesus that you serve today so is there anybody ready to go deep today? If you believe the word is the doorway to the deep, stand on your feet and let's give the Lord a mighty ovation of praise. Come on. I said, let's give the Lord a mighty praise. Tell somebody in your neighborhood, say, let's go deep. Come on, miracles are in the deep. The fish are in the deep. The new season is in the deep. Everything you need for the next season is not gonna be in the shallow place that you've been living, but you are about to walk into a deep place and see what you've never seen. Are you ready? This, this is the kind, look at me now, this is the kind of teaching that will grow you up. Anybody want to grow up stronger and go down deeper with your roots? Now, Precious, I, I know we went a little bit long today, but do you see how Pastor, long Pastor Dawn took? It was unbelievable. But I didn't mind because she's deep. If you inbox me about how long the service was today, I'm going to tell you, why don't you go a little deeper? All right. Can you bow your heads for a minute? Now, I love you a whole bunch. I believe in every one of you. I believe in God's call, his plan for your life. But some of you are not deep because there's sin in your life. You, you, you don't even, you're not even sure if you're in the water. In fact, you think you're probably not. And the Lord wants to redeem you. He wants to cover your past with his blood and open up a brand new season. But the key is Jesus. It's receiving him, accepting him, and loving him.
Because I mean, you've tried your way, but it ain't been working. So why not allow him who is the way to become your way? If you're in this room today or you're watching on live stream, YouTube, Roku, Apple, whatever, Facebook. If you're in this room right now or on, on live, you'd say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. And when you pray for somebody, pray for me. There's sin in my life. I want our, our, our altar workers to come on up here real quick. You'd say, just pray for me, Pastor. I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. There's things in my life that alienate me, separate me, keep me from him. I feel the Holy Spirit in here. And you'd say, Pastor Jim, when you pray, pray for me. With heads bowed and eyes closed, if you know for a fact that you're not where you need to be with the Lord, when I count to three, raise your hands. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor. One, remember me, Pastor. Two, I want to make sure I'm right. Three, slip that hand right up right now. Slip it up. Say, pray for me, Pastor. I got things I need to get under the blood. Every section has people with hands lifted, I believe. Come on. I'm not where I need to be, Pastor. I know there's things I need to get under the blood today. I know what's keeping me and holding me is some under-surrendered places in my life. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. If you raised your hand and you meant it, raise it up and keep it up. But if you need to raise it now, here's five more seconds. Five, four, three. Raise it. Two. That's it. That's it. I see you, son. I see you. I see you. Two. One. I see you, daughter. Come on. Slip that hand up. And one. Now, if you raised your hand and you really meant business and you didn't raise it just to raise it, but you want transformation, here's what I'm going to ask you to do is take the next step. I want you to come right here to the front and let me pray with you. I promise you won't come by yourself. If somebody next to you raised their hand and they're apprehensive to come, just get them by the hand and, and bring them. If somebody next to you raised their hand, move back in the seat so they can come. If you raised your hand, begin to move right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just come stand right in front of some of these altar workers. That's it. That's it. Come on. I bet if you'll rejoice that people will come. Now, you ought to really get excited about a harvest. Come on, son. Come on. Come on. You say, how can you do that, Pastor? Because I am not a fisher of fish. I'm a fisher of men. <laughs> okay, come on up. People, I bet if you'll keep clapping, they'll keep coming. I bet you they will. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to hold my foot in the door for 30 more seconds. If you need to come, I want you to come right now. I said, come on. If you need to come, come right now. I'm going to put my foot in the door just for you. <laughs> I feel like there's a young man that needs to move right now. If you'll obey God, God will shift. That's it. Come on, honey. God will shift everything in your life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it open for 20 more seconds. Come on. If you need to come, come on. Come on. We'll celebrate you. That's it. Come on. That's it. 15 more seconds. You need to come, come on. We want to give 30 seconds more of shouting. Let's give 30 seconds more to get people saved. 10 more seconds. 10. Come on, slide in under the wire. 9. 8. That's it. Come on. Come on. 8. 7. 6. Come on. You ready? Come on. 5. 4. That's it. You made it. 3. 2. There it is. One. One more. 
One more. One more, Kane. Oh, here they come. Oh, it's open now. It's open now. Salvation is unlocked in the house of the Lord. Salvation just unlocked. Salvation just unlocked in the house of the Lord. So here's what we're going to do. Take your hand. Everybody find somebody. You, Mike, you want to go over there. And, and, and listen, I want everybody, don't pray with them yet. I'm going to pray with them. So everybody who's praying, hush just for a second. I want all you folks to put your hands on your heart. And we're going to pray this critical prayer together. You ready? Pray this prayer after me, everybody. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, forgive me for all my sins. Take my heart. Make it new. I've tried my way, but it's not working. There's a better way. There's a higher way. And that's your way. Today, Jesus, I choose your way. Thank you for a new beginning. And thank you for a new season. I'll never be the same. Now, altar workers, just reach out there and pray for them. You give these guys a hand. Come on, y'all. Now, stretch your hands toward them, will you? We declare that they are blessed and they will serve the Lord. Now, raise those same hands up. I declare that God is taking you to the deep place. I declare that this is a season where net-breaking blessings are coming your way because you are not just a worshiper you are a word person you are not just a word person you are a worshiper i release you now in victory Pastor Anderson... thank you for joining us for today's message you can continue to be a part of all that god is doing here at calvary christian center you can text to give at 386-866-3060 or you can give at calvaryfl.com give we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.